What's up, everybody? Our boy Steve took a little field trip this past week. We're going to discuss it next. everybody welcome to friday evening three june it's june already fellas welcome to the three june uh we're gonna live stream this joint we're gonna talk about camp otas um we were lucky enough to catch an invite from washington commanders to attend otas it's been pretty cool because they broke it out Last week, there were some media at the first round of OTAs. I think it was more of, more of workout-ish stuff. But the following week, after Memorial, Memorial Day weekend on Tuesday, they opened it up to content creators, which was pretty awesome. And then on um, Wednesday and Thursday, it was opened up to season ticket holders and, and then different varying categories of, of that. So. It was pretty, pretty damn cool. I, I, I can't lie. Uh, I had never been to, to Redskins Park, Commanders Park before. Uh, it was, it, it was pretty cool. And if you haven't already done so, uh, please go check out the little, little mini vlog uh, we threw together for the event. And uh, I think it'll you be. A little, you got a little interference. Interference. Yeah, it's like a. It's like a. Yeah. Well, it would probably help if I actually turn the. There you go, on. man. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and, Inside and, baseball, big watch shot. I shot Steve. Nobody's watching right now because my, my actual microphone was not on. It was my laptop microphone. Streamyard, we love you. Of live to, uh, YouTube. That's live. That's live video for you. You know, you think you're you're talking and 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 everything, but you know, we'll start with the thumbnail. So the thumbnail talked about um, North. North Turner's back at camp and, and personally I saw him out there. I saw the back of him, you know, he was kind of tied to Scott's hip. Um, they both had a playbook in their hands. I didn't see, he was really mostly just talking, talking to his son, but what I didn't know, I guess Norv has been present in the past at these OTAs with Scott. I had, I had no clue, no idea. And so I just thought it was pretty cool to see, you know, father, son, and, Norv was a beast. We Norv was a great offensive coordinator. Maybe not so much a coach, but he was definitely a great offensive coordinator. And Phil, you probably know this better than, than anybody. I, I don't know how much Scott's offense resembles Norv's yet or what are the varying differences. I mean, I know it's supposed to be Eric Coriel, but I, I don't know exactly how much they vary in nature. It's hard to say because we haven't had a quarterback who's built for the air Corio, uh, that at least has played consistently, um, you know, throughout the uh, throughout a season. Um, Taylor Heineke doesn't have the air Corio arm. He's he's better suited to be a West Coast type quarterback. Lots of slants and things like that. You know, the the types of passes his arm can actually reach, and he can still manage to overthrow the receiver. Um, but you need a big arm quarterback to make an air Coriel offense go. Uh, the thing is, is that the air Coriel is a deep read for, you know, you, you read deep first, you go deep, middle, short. All right. That's why if you ever watch the, um, the Gibbs teams, which everybody talks about Gibbs having a power running offense that we ran air Coriel pass offense, right? We always had a big arm quarterback that was made that offense go. Now he changed that the second go around a little bit to accommodate Mark Brunel, but Brunel could still get the ball down there. He just didn't have the most velocity on it. But Theisman had a really strong arm. You all forget that. You know, Jay Schrader had a really strong arm, too strong at times, actually. Doug Williams had a strong arm. Mark Rippon had a strong arm. He's all guys who get the ball deep, and that's important in Air Coriel offense. All right. Gus Ferrat for all of his uh, limited talents, did have a pretty strong arm himself, actually. Um, I've actually gone back and watched a lot of the mid-90s uh, 
Redskins games and watch that offense go in the, during this past offseason. I've watched many of them. Farrakh could get the ball down there. Um, so we're going to get to see if this offense truly has Air Coriel type of reads and routes and packages because of the fact that we have a quarterback now. We have two quarterbacks, really. But we have a starting quarterback who has a cannon of an arm who can get the ball downfield and can uh-huh. push it. Because otherwise, if you don't have that component, the offense becomes very impotent. And we've seen that. We yeah. saw it with Alex Smith. We saw it with Taylor Heineke. Hey, first and foremost, let's let's take the opportunity to recognize Dev in his new fly jersey, man. Let me let me see that joint. Commanders, black, what? John Allen, right? Yeah, 93. Man. I'm going to see that might be. I'm getting a John Allen jersey from old Marcus Davis. Yeah, he there you go. To me. But one, I'm not going to get I'm not going to do like Dev. I'm going to get an official one from 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 Fansided or whoever from from you're NFL shop. You're going to make him get the I got, one. I got mine. I tried to get mine from Fanside and man, they put my shit back like three different times. I said, "You know what? They don't want my 140 something dollars, man." So, I went to China. And I got like eight jerseys for that price. So <laughs> supply chain, uh, right? Fuck them. You know what I'm saying? Hey, uh, if, you can't Marcus, beat them, if you can't beat them, bootleg them. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying them. not to support the Chicoms at all costs. <laughs> Man, Marcus Edlin, thanks for joining. He says, "Hey, fellas, I love your Tuesday post, but I'm giving Scott Turner more of a benefit than a doubt than Jack Del Rio's schemes who need to blitz more." Yeah, we talked about this. Was it last episode of the week before? Where, you know. And we'll talk about the hair in a second. You want to see more from Jack. Um, we're going to come back to this, Marcus, because I want to concentrate on the defense at the end here. We'll, we'll bring this back up. Um, Marcus. But but starting starting with the offense, well, first off, starting with the spread. The spread was great. They had a tent. They had, um, you know, breakfast buffet. Very, very normal. Nothing crazy. All the water, cold water was out there. Uh, some juice, tea, coffee fruit it was very it was very nice the team was was awesome and the uh the individual drills were off to the left on the turf field over there so they had logan thomas out there they had um deron Payne, and then they also had chase young out there but we were specifically told we cannot film over there we cannot film those guys doing drills for whatever reason it was a team policy (laughs) a few a few of the other creators were uh, live tweeting and they're like hey delete that tweet like they were twatching i don't know what you want to call it they were stalking twitter and uh, they did not want anyone live tweeting it was it was pretty funny uh, but all the other content creators out there was it was it was really good to see everyone finally in person and then we moved to the sideline and watched some individual drills and uh excuse me didn't want to sneeze on microphone hey but let's just start with the quarterbacks so quarterbacks it was um of course, Carson Wentz taking most of the reps. Taylor Heineke taking um, second amount of reps, and followed by um, Sam Howell and then Cole Turner. And real quick, we'll go back to Ref the District. Love Ref the District. Got to see uh, Nathan and uh, Trev out there. Sorry, starting to get to make it, but uh, welcome to the show, fellas. Uh, what do you think of the ban on tweeting? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand it, especially looking at the guys doing drills. I, I, I the. They came out and said we couldn't tweet. We could only uh, use our phones during per- certain periods, and that was when they were doing individual drills, like passing and running and blocking and throwing and catching. When they when they were starting to do game plan install, we had to turn our phones off. And they came by and they were, you know, super strict about it. But nothing we saw was like, oh yeah, now that's the keys to the castle, and you know, now we're going to be able to destroy their destroy the Washington commanders. It wasn't even like that. So yeah, I was a little bummed. I, I didn't really like it. You know, I know Nathan has his opinion. I we're content creators. We're out there to create content, <laughs> but, but all we can do is film some, you know, practice drills, but well, I, I get it because look, this is, this is a franchise. It's had an awful issue with sometimes giving out too much. Yeah, that's fair. So I think it's better. It's like, hey, look, guys, we brought you out here. We don't want to show the game, and you know, we don't want to show you actual game plan stuff. We don't want it leaking now. We don't, you know, these teams are already going to have enough film as it is. Don't give them anything extra this yeah. early. 
you know, I, I get it. And, and I, it sucks, but it makes sense, you know, and at the same time, they're really opening up a lot to content creators. We as content creators can't complain too much. They're giving us no. a lot more access than we've had in the past. Don't burn Let's that look. bridge. Can't burn that bridge. I I will I will obey, even if I don't I mean, want to. I will comply. And was it worth what? Really, as 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 a as a commander's content creator, as a podcaster, whatever you want to call yourself, what do you gain except for a few extra followers by doing that? I mean, there was a there was quite a few people who were curious as to, hey, tell us what it's like, what's going on, and what's how do, how does this guy look at like how does Jahan look against live, you know, defenders stuff like that, and I mean, not even just pictures, not pictures, not video, like not even text. They didn't why? want people writing texts. So you know what? It's policy. I, I get it. You don't want to burn bridges. Uh, it's of course, their not first year doing it. It's their first year doing it. Yeah, you know, it, it, I'm sure they'll revisit this in the future. But why don't you tell us, Steve, how that stuff went? How all what stuff went? How was the one on one? <laughs> how was the one on one drills? Oh, I got you. I see what you did there. But I'm talking about the one on one drills and all. No, the, the one on ones were great. That's in the mini vlog. You can check that out. So for the quarterbacks, Carson's huge. Let's, I just want to say that first and foremost. That dude is massive compared oh. to the other quarterbacks. That's he tow- it's like he towers over Taylor. It's it's crazy, but I swear to God, him and Taylor look like they're going to a father son dinner whenever listen, they stand next to each other. The caveat to that is that Sam Howell is Taylor's height exactly, and he also, you know, there he also is short. And then we love Sam Howell. We want him to be our future QB one. The height is the height is not there, but I will say the arm, the arm strength, the arm is there. That ball just flies off of a. Uh, uh, Taylor's hand. I forget who it was. I don't know if it was L.E. Shout out to L.E. Declassified or if it was uh, even Retha District who posted it about the spin the spin rate off of the quarterback's hands for all the rookies last year. And Sam Howe was like number one. I even know you could measure that like revolutions. I know you can measure oh, it for bowling. Yeah, you, uh, you can measure for bowling, but he had the number one spin rate. The ball just it just flicks. And then we had that fourth QB, uh, Cole Turner, dudes. I, I think he's taller than Carson, just tall and lanky, but I think he's going to be the, the camp body. Who knows? Um, ref to district is there. Our listeners watch to get hundred percent of their info from content creators. And that's a newer trend, especially as the fans of this team are starting to become a little bit disenfranchised with, with local media because of their negative spin on a lot of things. As they should. So I, I think that's why a lot of people are leaning more on content creators to get content because, you know, some of some of some of us, especially other people besides so, us, have so a lot of access. Are you more of the uh, podcast or radio? Which one do you prefer? Me? I used to be a hu- super huge into podcasting, uh, listening to podcasts, listening to everyone's podcast. Um, my commute's a little cra- shorter now, so I don't really have time. So I'm li- I listen to more radio than I do podcasts. And when I do listening to podcasts, it's it's really just maybe one or two of the real ones, like you know, Kymer, JP, and the rest. I'm just listening to the other the other content creators talk because you know it's 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 I just like listening to other content creators in the in the commanders community. That's just me personally. I would say there's only two radio guys I listen to, and I listen to their podcasts. I listen to Goldie and I listen to Sheehan. Yeah. Um other than that, the rest is I the rest of them it's either they they live to stir the pot for their own ratings junkies or they bloviate to death just like, just like donkeys or the h word junkies oh my bad yeah I like the junkies man I'm, I'm I'm only because I'm they're they they vary from topic to topic and I figure that's that's kind of like junkies you know, like, like here's, here's, here, let's be real the junkies were, were great. When they weren't doing sports, yeah. all right. When they're doing, you know, sundress silly parties and all that. That's when I like the junkies. You know, when they're more of an, when they were more in the line with like a Don and Mike or an Opie and see, Anthony. See, I'm just now getting into the junkies, man. I don't really know them even apart. That's how little I yeah. listen to them. I'm not. From I'll America. tell you this right now: Lurch is an asshole in real life. Like is that the one that, that likes eight, baseball? I guess it's one that likes baseball a lot. I think he's a Niners fan too. I think he's a Niners fan. 
Well, I don't want to get. I don't want to get. Too, we're getting too, too far off track with. Now we're talking about one hundred six point seven. The fan. I can. I can knock the junkies all day. Let's, let's oh, get back. Lurch all day. I can't let's, stay that dude. I don't like JP. Bitcoin, I'm okay. Well, with. I like JP. I like the junkies, man. I guess they yeah, are. I like. I like them too. It's yeah, they, they balance well. Um, so let's get she back to camp. So the quarterbacks. All right, quarterbacks zipping balls around. They look pretty good. A couple overthrows. Um, Taylor had some pretty high throws as usual. Um, that, that's our that's our quarterback room. They nothing looked too crazy. Um, uh, Carson and Sam Howell, the ball just I mean, Carson's got a gun. It's it's so refreshing to see it. I, I cannot wait for him to do it. And what they did was they Somebody's started, started, the, they started the quarterbacks out with the running backs. You getting the West jersey, Steve. If he resigns, ah, I mean, ah, you know what? I'll get. I'm a. I'm. I'm a big fan of getting t-shirts these days. I ordered, you know I ordered one from They're China. I ordered one from China. That thing will probably last as long as Wednesday. Yeah. Marcus listened to B. Mitch and Finley at work. If I listened to them I'm on sorry, the radio during my I like uh, B. Mitch and Finley too lunchtime. Hey, what's up, Greg? Welcome. Greg says I am. G. Big fan. What's up, Greg? Um, yeah, I, jerseys are tough, man. Especially. I would get a John Allen jersey because he just resigned. You know, I still that's have one That's why I'm getting the John Allen jersey off of Marcus yeah. Davis. I never got rid of my RG3 jerseys, though. I still have my Sean Taylor's RG3s. Me too. Um, gave my Jason Campbell to my mom. She loves it. I, I had a long sleeve Cooley jersey, and I broke up with this girl. She burned it. I have three jerseys. Damn. I have a I deserve, Portis. I deserved it. I have a Cooley, and I have an Alfred Morris. There you go. Good ones. I got, good I ones. got a Doug Williams and a um, – I just got one recently. I thought I sent you a picture of it. I forgot who it was. I need, to find, I need to get hold of a, a classic-looking, like, J- Joe Jacoby jersey or a Jim Lachey or something. I need a Hogs jersey. Yeah. I need a Thousand. Yeah. I need a Thousand long sleeve jersey. That's what I want. Ooh, speaking of Thousand, t- yesterday and – I, and I don't know why I never remember this. My girlfriend, you know, while smoking the devil's lettuce – at, says to me, hey, man, you know what I haven't seen in a long time? I said, what's that? American Gladiator. And guess who the fucking host was? Joe Theismann. Joe Theismann. I don't know why I never remembered that. Laser, Turbo. Yeah. That was, he was he was, he was was a host in the first season. First, first then, season. The first episode. We started episode one. The yeah, first on season, that, it was Theismann, and then they went to Larry Zonka. Because yeah. I think Theismann then went to doing uh, Sunday Night Football with ESPN. Greg says uh, he's getting the either once or Dotson jersey. Dotson's the first commander draft pick. So let's. Um, I hate that phrasing. He's also number one. So he's. I got two autographs out there of the little ticket we got. I got Coach Jennifer King because that's awesome. I, I love Jennifer King. I got her autograph and then I got Jahan Dotson's autograph. Those are the only two autographs I really like. The rest I got what, photos. I'm a big photo person. What did they autograph? When you get there, you got this like piece of paper on a string, and you just had to either put it on your your wrist or your pants or whatever, and it just it just says you know commanders and event event pass. That's all it was. So I, they autographed that. It was pretty cool. I still have mine from uh, camp from training camp last year. Yeah, with the VIP and all that. Uh, running backs look great. Uh, McKissick, man, new number twenty three, looks shifty. I know he didn't have a lower body injury. He's number one now, right? No, that's Dotson. McKissick used to be 41. 41 is now Jonathan Williams. Huh. And McKissick is, is now on 23. So it was a little confusing at first, but they give you I this- actually I actually kind of like that because McKissick, for, I think numbers in the 40s should go to big backs, full backs, power backs. They should not yeah. go to shifty little speed backs. So I like that McKissick went to 20. I think it's yeah. more fitting for his style running, but that's just like old school football in me. Yep. But you know, Riggins wore 44. Yeah. You know, Hard and other, other big backs, they wear 30s and 40s numbers. They don't wear 20s. Tanks. Yep. And um they were doing a bunch of drills, agility drills, nothing crazy. They're doing a bunch of uh catching traffic drill drills. You can see it on the vlog. Uh, Brian Robinson, my gosh. Dude is massive. He kind of reminds me of the stature of Leonard Fournette, if you know, if you know what I mean. Ooh. Very tall and built like a like an, Alabama, like an Alabama running back, like an Alabama running yeah. back, like an Alabama running back. Yeah, yeah. not the Trent Richardson type, <laughs> the yeah. ones that are taller. He was, he's he's much he was taller. built solid too, though. But he Trent, was short. 
game short, but he was built. So you're saying like, Brian uh, Robinson got like thighs for days? He does, man. He got pulls. telephone poles for thighs, and it, it's exciting. He's gonna be he's gonna be good. So that's that's the running backs, uh, tight ends. Listen, you know I love go, tight ends. My second favorite position for man's thighs to tight ends, bro. Hey, tight ends. Every time they were doing the tight ends lineup with with the quarterbacks, Carson Wentz was throwing to John Bates and Cole Turner. Almost nobody else. Every time they reset the routes, it was Bates, Turner, Bates, Turner, Bates, Turner. Everyone else was getting the other one. So it was Samus, Antonio Gandy, Golden. He was getting. They were all getting reps with Taylor, Sam, and and Cole, and, um, Cole Kelly. Carson was throwing to John Bates and Cole Turner. And let me tell you, Cole Turner looks the part. I am so excited to watch Cole Turner. I don't know what's going to happen with the tight end room, man. It's What's it's great crazy. is that you have two really big, pure tight ends. One's more of a receiver. One is more of a blocker but has hands. Yeah. Cole Turner can shore up some of his blocking. He's not the greatest blocker. He's a guy who no. – Here's the thing. He's not afraid to get physical. He's just not a great blocker, but he's willing to put his body in front of somebody. So that's that's you to split him out. He's giving me Jordan Reed vibes when I watch him play. It's because he's not like muscles everywhere. He's kind of tall. He's kind of skinny. I'm I'm getting like Jordan Reed vibes a little bit. It's it's exciting. Uh, Marcus says the more I research him, the more I think Cole Turner is going to be a steal. Right. Yeah, I think it's definitely possible, man. Cole, it it. I'm so happy he, we got him. I can't remember what round we picked him in. Was it the sixth, fourth, fourth or sixth, fifth? I can't remember. Fifth. Okay. He's going to be amazing. And so, Logan, take your time. No, There's no rush to bring Logan back, um, although he looked pretty good on the field. But I you think, think he's a, you think it's a candidate for a pup or a Logan? Yeah, I think he'll, I th- if they're smart, I would put him on pup. Pup for the first six weeks. That's yeah. A good I, way to go. Remember, he got he tore his ACL in December, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So it's towards the latter half of the year. I mean, I know everybody not, thinks ACLs like you can come back fast from them. Yeah, unless I you're Adrian that, Peterson, you cannot. Yeah, Adrian Peterson is the only one who can do it. No, but ever since then, everyone tries to everyone for about a decade there. It seemed try to rush him back. Scary, it's scary, just scary. now getting away from that again. I know, right? It's crazy. Um, so, yeah, the tight ends look great. Didn't see – I saw Cole Turner drop one but it was during the routes, but it was it was a high high and away. It was, it was hard. Um, so getting on to the wide receiver group, there was no Terry, of course. Terry dealing with his contract situation. Um, so the guy was Jahan Dotson and Curtis Samuel. They were the guys out there, and they were catching everything. And I will say, if you check out the vlog halfway through, I didn't want to amplify it. I could have made some sound effects. It could have been funny, but Carson zipped this. It was probably a 15 yard flag route, you know, inside post, whatever you want to call it. And he took it right off the face, Mac. Dunk, dunk, dunk. I replayed it twice. Just who did? John Dotson. But that was it. Other than that, he still stole a show at OTAs when we were there. He you caught remember, Dotson, five yard used, bomb. Dotson, Dotson, much like the rest of our receivers, not used to a quarterback who has an arm. Yeah. I mean, who was at Penn State throwing the ball last year? Awful. Who was in, throwing the ball? State. Who was it? At Penn State? Yeah. Uh, Sean Clifford. Clifford. And before that, it was um, – Tracy McSorley. Trace McSorley. Yeah, went to the Jets. McSorley was right years ago. Dotson didn't really get to play with McSorley. He played with Clifford. Clifford, Clifford, you know, is it was like imagine Taylor Haneke, the college version. And I don't mean Yeah. I watched his his I mean Z1. I watched his um ODU film. College was dope. Good. Yeah, he could. Yeah, have. yeah. College. college. Playing, I wish we had college Heineke. You tripping? Yeah. But when was the last time Penn State had a good quarterback? I, I don't know. Kerry Collins. Kerry Collins. Kerry Collins. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Did Achilles Smith? No, he went to what's his name? Didn't he? He went to he Oregon. Ohio State, Oregon. right? No, Achilles Smith was Oregon. Oregon. He was the beginning of that trend of awful Oregon quarterbacks. Yeah. Marcus said, right, Penn State quarterbacks were terrible. They they are. Um, but none of them can have a none of them can get can crack fifty percent completion percentage. 
Jahan, Jahan looks great. You have nothing yeah. to worry about. I the, the plays we saw him make, especially during the game plan installs and stuff, I think we're going to be happy we got him where we got him at, and we're not going to be upset that we didn't get a Drake London like me or, or Kyle Wilson or Alive or Kyle Hamlin. Well, I'm going to say receivers right now. But he's making plays. He's so fast and so smooth. He looks almost just like a version of another version of Terry McLaurin. It's crazy. He's th- yeah, he's got, got Terry McLaurin. He carries, him, he carries himself like a superstar already. Like you ever see superstars when he's they practice? They're loose. They're kind of slouchy. You know he's all that, Terry, bro. Well, I will tell you that only two people, well, three people went to every person to sign autographs or pictures. Only three. The rest walked, and the policy was they'll stop if you ask them to. Three people. I'll let you guess. Can you guess? Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Jahan Dotson. Terry McLaurin. Jahan Dotson. Coach Ron Rivera. No. Terry McLaurin. Jonathan Allen. Jonathan Allen. Those are the only three guys who literally stopped at every person to take a picture, to sign. I mean, everyone else was friendly. Don't get me wrong. But Did they anybody not stop? Oh, a lot of people didn't stop. The policy was if you don't ask them, they're just going to keep walking. That's what they told us. So it was hot, man. We were dying just sitting there. They had just been through a two-and-a-half-hour practice. I wouldn't have wanted to sign autographs either. I want to get my ass back in the air conditioning. <laughs> so I understand. So for them to just stop, say hi, fist bump. It was it was pretty awesome. I, I appreciate that. Uh, Roger Smith, welcome to the show, brother. He says, um, so if Curtis is running crisp routes and catching balls, makes no sense to use him like Debo. Give that position to Gibby. Let B-Rob be the bell cow and put them all on the field. That's a good point. That's a good point. Now, I will say, Roger, that when we were looking at the plays they were running, I can't describe all the plays because I don't know them, but – they had a. They still had a ton of motion, a ton of motion, and it was Curtis in motion every time, almost every time. Yeah. So you still use them on the jet sweeps. Taking, which like one that. of those receivers are you taking off the field, though? Like yeah. maybe they trade McLaurin, man. No, no, but no. So one? this is this is a good segue into another conversation. So we talked about this last week on the on on the show about the the wide receiver room. So I'm going to tell you right now, last week, I, you know, it was pretty easy. Terry, Curtis, Jahan. You know, Jahan and Curtis, you know, 2-2-A, two, 2-A, two 2-B. Two but that fourth wide receiver, I said it was going to be Cam Sims. After watching Delvin practice, Harmon. I, after watching practice I, I think it might be De'Ami Brown. I thought it was going to be Curtis, Curtis uh, Chris, uh, excuse me, Cam Sims. But Cam, and then, Cam's played a lot of slot too, though. Yeah, but De'Ami Brown looks really good, man. He got also a ton of balls from 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 uh, Carson Wentz. Don't get me wrong, Cam looked great. Kelvin Harmon looked almost back to his old self, but it's a good problem to have. That's six wide receivers. You're not keeping them all. You're not keeping them all. Roger Smith's next comment said, "Mix and match outside. We have a plethora of a speed and running backs and wide receivers, so the defense don't know if it's a run or pass." Even out of 12 personnel. That's absolutely right, man. You could put five receivers and then running back and split them out. You could run six wide. I'm, I'm 100 percent gonna do it in Madden. So y'all play me in Madden. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's gonna be on the field, bro. Yes, you absolutely could. That's a great not, ev- not everybody, everybody. But you could do that with Gibson and McKissick. That's two wide receivers, former wide receivers, anyways. So absolutely. It's a it's a it's a mismatch. It's a linebacker mismatch. You can't you can't check it. Um, doesn't matter who's outside too much speed. So yeah, I am changing my opinion on uh, Deami Brown. I thought he was going to be. I thought because we have Jahan and Curtis healthy, you don't need the guy who can just fly. But no, Deami Brown caught a, caught a long bomb too, and so did uh, Jahan Dotson, and he just looked good. I don't know. Yep, Marcus says um, I've been posting his workouts. Deami Brown's been impressive, but Kelvin Harmon's going to be a wild card. He looks healthy. I will say he looks healthy. Man, and we talked about this before. If Kelvin Harmon makes the team, he a little bit a little bit of a Reed Dowdy status. He just keeps finding ways to get back on this team and make a roster. Who are you cutting? Well, here's the thing: he's better than Reed Dowdy was. Yeah, I I agree. Hey, who are you Troy Apkinson? Troy Apke's cool man. He's who are cool you dude. cutting for Harmon? Who are you cutting for Harmon? That's that's what I'm talking about. Like these are the things that you have to consider if you're, if you're going to do that now. Um, I think Marcus posted it before. 
that the NFL put out the the rules for OT, excuse me, for rosters. So it's the same COVID rules as last year. Um, if I can find it, I'll, I'll I'll pull it up. But thank you, Marcus, for for saying but, that. But I'm don't you still but don't it. you still have to cut them in order to get them back to put on that list? No, you don't. I, initially, I think initially, right? That's the you old know. rules. That's the old rules with COVID rules. It's it's all different. You can, keep them from, you can keep them from offset right at the camp ends. You can keep yeah, them. Yeah, it's 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 okay, uh, I didn't know it, I didn't know if they had to be off of your 53 and then you have to bring them back. I didn't know that, and then you get to keep them. I didn't know that's how it worked. Yeah, they they increased the um the size this year again. It's it's insane. But I'll I'll pull it up here in a second. So is is it are we gonna continue to call it COVID rules or are these gonna now gonna be monkeypox rules or uh you know what that's a good question, Phil. We probably shouldn't call it COVID rules, although they're just calling it it's the they were forced to be creative during the COVID nineteen pandemic and they continue to to use the same, you know, the same techniques that so I, I, I don't know. You make I just wanted to use monkeypox as a sentence. Go go on. Why don't they just put fifty-five man rosters on the team? Oh. What two more people? Yeah, that's put them on the roster. It makes more sense. Actually, the idea to go to like a fifty, a forty-five active, fifty-five roster. There's been a lot of calls for that in the past few years, and I think this is their way of doing it without doing it. You know what I mean? Don't want to pay, and it'll just become the norm. And oh, okay, we're just going to keep it this way. I don't know why it's such a big deal. Is this the two injured reserves where like you can go into reserve twice? All right, let's bring it up right here. This is from the NFL PA. All right, check it, check it out. Let's give it a second. Yeah, that's really hard to see. I'm I apologize. I thought I was old. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna stop sharing that. I'm just gonna read it to you. Um, so this is what the NFL is saying about the practice squad changes. So the for for the NFL league 2022 year, they took the same 2020 guidance and just slashed it out and wrote 2022. No bullshit. And um, you can have a maximum of 10 free agent players per club who have earned more than two accrued seasons. That used to be four. Used to be four. Um, no limitation as to the number of games on the game day active list in either of those in either of those seasons. Uh, and the next one, the next rule is a practice squad, uh, a practice squad player may be elevated to a club's active inactive list for a maximum of three games instead of two. So normally, if you brought them up twice, you got to keep them. Now you can bring them up three times. That's pretty cool. I, I like that. And uh, so yeah, that that's the rules, man. It's it's. I'm glad to see that they're actually sticking to it because. You know, we're still seeing a little bit of COVID here and there, but I don't I don't think they call it the COVID rules anymore. I don't like they, that they call it COVID rules. So um, and it, it's it's 12 people on the practice squad. But pre, I'm sorry, previous years were 12. Now it's 16 people, 16 practice squad slots. And then you can it's also open up to veterans as well that you can secure. So it it's much better. Big fan, big fan. So Josh Kirby, hey, our boy Josh Kirby. We had him on before. Um, Kirby on sports, go check him out. Got to see Josh hanging out at the uh, OTAs as well. What's up, looking Josh? Like, he, was look, he was looking like Carson next to a lot of y'all. Yeah, Josh, let me tell you what. Josh is tall. Josh <laughs> is very tall in person. Just like, like Carson is very tall, Josh is tall in person. I will tell you, Josh towers over me. I feel like he should be a center on a basketball team somewhere. Josh, you should be playing basketball. <laughs> what are you yeah. sipping on, Steve? The bourbon? I'm sipping on some Four Roses small batch tonight. A little bit of bourbon. A little bit of bourbon, bourbon, bourbon. Uh, Marcus said he's going to post the rules again. Thank you, Marcus. Appreciate it. Okay, so we talked about some tight ends. We talked about um, 
uh, wide receivers. Yeah. So who do you guys think are going to be the odd man out? You know, I, I don't, will they keep six? Six is not normal. You can keep six as long as that six person is a special teamer for sure. Phil. Bye. Bye. Dax. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Dax. Milne. I mean, you could put him. Well, that's that's, a, that's six, a special guy. teamer though. He is. That's got that's the same thing. stats as Deami Brown. Do you see why this is difficult? So Deami can play specials. Cam can play specials. I don't know if Kelman is a teamer, teams guy. He's not, but Cam is. So that's why I think Cam makes it over Dax. If if Kelvin looks as good in camp as he did in what I saw at OTAs and every word out about OTAs has been is that Kelvin Harmon has been the best receiver at OTAs overall. Uh, so why not? That's OTAs, man. And that also gives you one more bigger body possession type receiver that you can use on a third and six, right? And these are, and these are all way too early predictions, but you know, what? obviously I'm just throwing out, I mean, I'm just saying if OTAs are an indication, which they may or may not be, Harmon's going to be on the roster of a Dax Milne. They like Dax, but obviously they're giving Kelvin Harmon every opportunity to try to make this team. Yeah. True story. And Kelvin Harmon hasn't played in a couple of years. Nope. But he did have 30 catches in an offense that did not throw the ball particularly well. You know, that was the same year that, that Terry went out there and had under 60 catches. And we all were like, oh my God, look at Terry. And he led the team in catches. Kelvin yeah. Hartman had 30, 20 down the stretch with uh, Dwayne Haskins throwing the ball. Rookie Dwayne. He did. He did. So these are things you have to consider is that if he's talented enough to do that, imagine what he could do with a good quarterback. That's what and, a lot of the, that's what makes evaluating our receivers from past season so hard. We haven't yeah. had consistency at the quarterback position. I ain't gonna lie, Phil. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I had, I had Harmon off the team until you just made this speech, man, about don't be surprised. You know what? You're right. He was he was pretty fucking good before he got fucked up. He and was. Then, he made a couple of one-hand catches because, yeah. you know, Haskins was a very high thrower as and well, it, right? And it takes about a year. And plus he got hurt. And plus, you know, he got hurt in the middle of the season. So Yeah, he's he what? Back, is he NC State? SC yeah. State. I can't remember. He was NC State. Um, NC State. I watched Kelvin Harmon. At training camp, his rookie year, absolutely smoke, and I mean, in way it, he was going, he went one on one with with Josh Norman, who is not a cover corner. I get it, but Norman was a veteran, and just absolutely smoked his boots in a way that a fifth round rookie should not be doing to a former Pro Bowl corner. Yeah, and I saw him do it. And that's what sold me because everybody said that Harmon was a second, third round talent that we got in the, th- in the fifth round. And I thought, well, why did he drop to the fifth then if he's so good? And then yeah. I said, well, I don't care if he dropped to the fifth. Look, he just did. And that's why yeah. I've been on that train ever since. And uh, he turned out not to be a burner. Terry was the burner. He was the possession guy. I thought there was going to be the opposite where he'd be the burner and Terry's would do all the underneath stuff. Turned out that we're going to do the opposite. Um, I think, you know, look, Jahan Dotson can return kicks, right? Curry Samuel can return kicks. Uh, Danny Johnson can return kicks. We re-signed Danny Johnson. McKenzie can return kicks. Yeah, he can. I've never seen him do it. He He looks like he can return kicks. I thought he did the Lions. Maybe, Maybe he did. I don't know. I don't remember him ever doing it, but we have guys who can return kicks. Do we need to keep Dax Milne to return kicks as well? If we can get a better receiver, a bigger receiver, a more physical receiver, someone who can make that, you know, six-yard slant, get that big body in front of a corner right. and make the catch for the first down. I mean, I don't care if Kelvin Harmon's a 20-25 catch guy the rest of his career. If he does it in the clutch, that's what I that's what I care about. Give me Guys like that who make plays in the clutch, and damn it, my thing is all out of focus. Okay. I'm hoping. I think I got I got pretty high expectations for Samuel, man. I always 
always thought he was a good receiver. Yeah. Not only I thought it was, I thought he was a tremendously good football player on top of it. Kind of kind of like you said in a, maybe a great value version of Debo Samuels kind of mode, you know. <laughs> and and to be real honest, he's he's probably a better receiver than him. I yeah. mean, uh, even though you know, I mean, that's Roger insane, says, you know? um, Terry Deuce, Jahan Curtis, Cam Harmon. By Deuce, he means Deami. De- that's his that's his Twitter handle. Uh, return is going to be Erickson, probably keeping three tight ends. Oof. Erickson. Man, I, think, name. I think we keep I think we keep four tight ends because I think Thomas is going to start on the injured reserve or something. I don't think well, I don't think they let go of Samus just because of the story and you can right. secure him on the practice squad. And you can't teach that physical ability. Right. I hey in person, Phil. I know you don't want to hear this. Man, AGG is a monster, dude. I'm just talking That's physical LE. stature. Yeah, he, he did great catching the all the balls that were thrown his way in the tight end group. But he looks still looks a little lean to be a tight end, man. He looks, you know. George Mirasan was a physical monster too. Yes, he averaged about six seven, points a game. Seven put seven. George Mirasan on the Washington Bullets. He wants That's right. Games for y'all though. You did. No, I used to love Mirasan, man. Mirasan, good. I did too, but let's not, like, not act like he is Adams, Sean Bradley, Calbert huh. Cheney, Scott Skiles, Mark Price. Are you talking about Washington players? Washington. Bulls. Hold on. You know, you, you know, that you guys, you know, you guys. You act like those guys Dr. the reason why they were winning and not Juwan Howard, Chris Webber, Rasheed Wallace, Come Ben on. Wallace. Y'all All the Hall of Famers that we had at one point. <laughs> Y'all drafted Dr. J when he was in the. Uh, ABA. Yeah. Do you oh I found this out. So in the ABA, the the last time you know that listen to this. I heard this, I heard this fact. This is an amazing fact for y'all. If the commanders moved to Virginia, it would be the first major professional sports franchise in the state of Virginia since the Virginia Squires of the ABA. That's what I was telling you. Virginia drafted Dr. J. They drafted Doctor J. And George Iceman Gervin. And they had they had Doctor J, yeah. and the Iceman on I, the same I roster. Literally, I literally just told you that. Before you said I found this out the other hey, day. Man, hey, play the David Hater thing, man. I I literally just <laughs> I literally just I'm the one that's high right Don't now. Weed I feel every like, day. Yeah, I feel like I'm in the Twilight Zone. I literally just said, "Hey, y'all had." I Dr. know, but J I was in the middle of going into man. that, and you said it. You 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 burned me. You beat me to the punch, Dev. Yeah, and got tra- and he then he got traded to the Nets, and then the NBA happened. Marcus says um, we have great speed: Samuel Brown, McLaurin, Dotson, McKissick, Gibson. We can spread teams out, and have a lot of mismatches. Yeah, hey, Gibson looks healthy too, man. Very shifty. It, it's good to see him in uh, in, in pure form. This hey, will be Phil. what year year three for him, Phil. Yeah, did you also know. That Squire Stadium is where they played it, and there's a semi-pro hockey team that still plays in the city. I swear to God, you were what you listened to uh Sheehan the other day, didn't you? I sure the fuck did. <laughs> hey, and they play like Stan, the sometimes listening to Sheehan is like you know, listening to watching the Holiday this, Express. Hold on, hold on. This I I've known. They played at three different arenas, by the way. They played at Richmond. Richmond. The uh, Norfolk Wilmington. Scope and the uh, and and the Hampton Coliseum, which is in Hampton Roads. But I knew that, and to answer their question, because they didn't know that the Scope is still open, Hampton Coliseum is still open. You actually pass Hampton Coliseum on your way to Virginia Beach if you're on 64. It's right there. Um, they're all old stadiums. There's nothing special about them except for the fact that. They do draw some rowdy ass crowds for whatever events they have because See, didn't, they, didn't, they move, do didn't they say they moved them because they uh I think a football team or, or some other team was coming here, um and they wanted didn't want both of them to be in the same state, so they moved them to Virginia. There's some crazy stuff, man. It's like a football team. It was, it was Baltimore. It's a Baltimore team coming here. Oh, it was the and, Bullets. Yeah, the Bullets, yeah. They, they, they the Bullets the same moved place, so they to, moved to D.C. and they play at Elon. Yeah. They moved them. That should never change the Bullets name. No, it, it's I agree. So hard. I still call them the Bullets. Yeah, but it, it's been 
20 some years. So that's why I think over time people will people will eventually gravitate to the commanders. Bro, the Wizards is the worst, worst name in history. Bro. It is the know. worst. It's up there. It's so horrible. It's worse than the Pelicans, and the Pelicans is uh, terrible. I take that, I take that no, back. The Pelicans, no. Pelicans, the Pelicans the might worst. be worse. The Pelicans <laughs> might be worse. Every I take time. all that back. I take all that back. It might be Every a worse than, 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 than the Utah. I just want to put in my mouth. Than the Utah keep with the name Jazz. Yeah. Like, that's fucking stupid. Like, give give New Orleans their name back, bro. I know. The Pelicans. They gave Charlotte their name back. Right. Give New Orleans right. their name back. We need to start a petition for that. New Orleans. Uh, who co-signed that? Like, who's like, oh, Pelicans? That would sound nice. No, baby. who co-signed the Wizards? Man, they let the fans pick. What and what right mind would fans want to? We want to be the Wizards. They said the fans took it, but yeah, Mark. Now we're why? getting into terrible sports names. But yes, yeah, Guardians is terrible. Yes. Man, it's not. It's not it worse than the Pelicans, man. Yeah. No, hey, Guardians sucks. Back to football. Roger says we're being built to either punch them in the mouth with smash mouth and kick them in the teeth, take them to the woodshed and spread them out with speed and burn them deep. Thump and bomb offense. Yeah. I, 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 I don't want to ever read that out loud oh. again. I'm afraid that it's okay. Security. The, the offense is looking good. And Having a quarterback under center that's a franchise quarterback that can do the routine things routinely. I'm talking about it's third and one, third and inches. Go get go get it. A normal quarterback does that. You sneak Taylor Heineke off the the the, the, the two hole, he's getting stuffed because he's so small. Like Carson will get those those plays and it will be um it's gonna be fun. I, th- I think we're gonna be the offense might be the actual it, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be good to watch. We're gonna really get to see if if Scott Turner is who we think he is or not. You know, I mean, are who we it. thought they were. Exactly, they are who we thought they were. Well, little Denny Green, right? Rest in peace. You want to crown yeah. them? Crown their ass. He was coaching the Vikings at the time. No, the Cardinals. 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 Okay, yeah, played the Bears. Been the Vikings they are who they thought for a long we were. time. Yeah. But yeah, they look this. It's weird because we've, and maybe I think a lot of this is actually an old stereotype that has just carried along too long. This is a team that's being built for speed everywhere, even on defense. Speed. Cole Holcomb is a swift linebacker. Jamin Davis, fast. All right. Your ends, Montez Sweat, Chase Young, fast, quick guys, all right? Now, in the middle, defensive tackles, hey, we're not going for speed. We're just going for strength. And we got two strong guys there. Three. You know, we got, you know, we drafted a safety who's got, what, four, three, four, four speed um, as well. We got – it just feels like they're really trying to build this team all around for speed. And that's something that we really have not had in abundance in a long yeah. time. And then we got – I think that this also shakes the stereotype. This The stereotype has only been Redskins, power football, because everyone remembers wow. John Riggins, John Riggins, John Riggins. We forget that even when Riggins was running back, he was in the same backfield as Joe Washington. He had Art Monk – a young Art Monk and Charlie Brown and guys like that, Gary Clark, Ricky Sanders, who are all speed guys out there. So that's what makes an Air Coriel offense go, by the way. Teach y'all something. Let's hope so. I hope so. Air Coriel offense requires speed at the receiver position because you need to be able to get open deep. Without the long pass, it does not work. Speed and precision. Ask about that shit. (laughs) Speed and precision. Speed kills. And, you know, I think that's where we're heading with with the lack of the big body type of Drake London, Cam Sims type players. This is exactly what they're building. We call it, We said it before. I'm not going to say the name, Dev, because I still think we can capitalize off it. So don't say it. I, I'll, I'll say it offline because it's going to be funny. But we have a we have a name. That we like. I think we're going to we're going to brand our wide receivers. We're not going to say it yet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fitting. It's fitting. And maybe we'll make some t-shirts off of it or something. 
that's what we'll do. We'll put their names on there. We'll put like some big head, big head stick body with big heads on there, and we'll we'll uh, we'll all start to wear it. That'll be that will be funny. Don't say it, Dev. I know you want to say it. Don't say it. You're muted. It's it's. I don't want to say it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Scott has I'm no sorry. excuses. He has to system. be. He has to be creative. I knew I could come up with some formations. He is being paid a bunch of money, so like Doc Walker says, results must have them. Yeah, I was like, I was on Declassified WFT last week with Doc Walker. He's like, I don't care about none of that stuff. Show me. You can be the greatest team in the world on paper, but show me. But hey, in reality, OTAs and mini camps and practices, you guys know this. They're designed for the offense to succeed. You can't hit. So the defenders are already at a disadvantage, right? I'm not crazy to think that. That's not what Anthony Armstrong said. No? Remember, he said save for the defense because they know what you're going to run. That's true. They do know the playbook. I guess they do know the playbook. Uh, Marcus says he's intrigued with the undrafted free agent uh, defensive back, Will Adam from Virginia State. Yeah, yeah. That's a really good pull, Marcus, because he is an intriguing uh, guy. And I think he finds a way to sneak his way onto this roster. Because that's a guy who does, has did not receive the burn because he went to Virginia State, but he's got some talent. He's definitely got some talent. You know, he's like a Jimmy Moreland type talent, kind of a ball hawk. Um, I'm interested to see what happens with him. I mean, because right now, quarterback, cornerbacks, we got Fuller, Saint Juiced, Trapke. Christian Holmes is listed as the fourth. Not Danny Johnson. They have Will Adams listed as a safety. This is now this is ESPN. Cam Curl at strong. Jeremy Reeves behind him. Farad Gardner behind him. Free safety. They got Bob McCain, Percy Butler, Derek Forrest, and Will Adams. That's the ESPN depth chart, by the way. I think ESPN is running us with a straight 4-3, and that's a mistake. And they are. That is exactly what it says, 4-3. If you run us on a 4-2-5 hero back formation, that whole depth chart changes. Death chart. Death chart. There you go. That's that's the name of our backups, the death chart. Yeah. Because they come in and kill. <laughs> but I, I, think, uh, I think David Mayo is going to be on the outside. That that's gonna be the guy. Uh, I think he was getting the reps on the outside. I know Dev's not too happy about that. Uh, it was uh, Cole was Cole was the Cole's the guy. I think Cole is they're they're putting they're going all in on Cole Holcomb. Cole man, Mayo. We got the worst linebacker core in the entire NFL. They're going all in on Cole Holcomb, man. Cole, I, I don't know Mayo. Jamin. Man, I like Cohokum. I don't want to bash him. I like Cohokum. I don't yeah, think yeah. nothing, but I just don't think he's a mic. Jamin's a beast too, man. I got a picture with him. He looked he looked great. Uh Marcus says we do need another linebacker and defensive tackle with mine kicking the tires on Jalen Smith. I'm what? wondering why he's why is he still even available? Why is Hightower still available? Get that motherfucker. Why, got why is Ryan Kerrigan still available? Is he, well, is I know why Ryan Kerrigan's still available. <laughs> he's he's old and <laughs> slow. Yeah, he's Marcus said Mayo is terrible. <laughs> Just <laughs> like we're Mayo. Hey, now. Mayonnaise is a staple on sandwiches. I don't care Dukes. what. Mayo. I like Miracle Whip. Miracle, Miracle Whip's good. <laughs> I'm not gonna it, lie. It, it, Miracle Whip's just a different version of Mayo, isn't it? Is it imitation no, Mayo? No, no, it's no. like salad dressing. Yeah. Miracle's well, better We'll have mayo. to have this discussion with Keith because Keith is a big Miracle Whip guy. We'll have to save this for a top five Tuesday of condiments or some shit. <laughs> top five condiments. There you go. See which ones come to the come to the top. Let's see here. I'm looking at I'm looking at Dante Hightower. He started 15 games last year. That's why I was ill, dog. You need to get Dante 64 Hightower. tackles, one and a half sacks, one pass defense. Wasn't particularly productive, but she's more productive. Read what our middle linebacker did. We didn't, have a middle, we didn't have a middle linebacker. Right, exactly. We had, we had, we had two nickelbackers. Nickel we had, what's the name back there? Uh, what's his face? Today on team no more? Bostic. Bostic, yeah. yeah. He's gone, man. He gone. Right, I'm saying his stats was terrible. Yeah. Man, I hated that dude. Although, you remember that that 
video in college because at UF, man, he was kind of a beast at Florida. He laid out Bridgewater, wasn't it? Lamar. Yeah, he Louisville. did. Yeah, but we won laid that game. him out. I think we won that game. You so. probably did. It's just everyone focuses on that play for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. Lamar had like five touchdowns, I think. Something stupid. Yeah, he so. did. Well, fellas, here. I, where is Jonathan Bosick these days? Probably on the podcast somewhere. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to see, huh? Because he got hurt last year. Yeah, seems to be the game. I mean, I, I never thought he was bad enough not to be on the NFL team. I just didn't think he was starting Mike. I thought he was terrible in coverage, but he was very adequate against the run. Yeah, he was really um, bad in coverage. I mean, a lot. Yeah, don't I, give us our all of our a, linebackers were terrible. If, it, in coverage. if this was nineteen ninety, if this is like two thousand and five, Bostic would be a, his it, the, the way he plays would be efficient for the NFL then. But to now, you got to be able to run with tight ends. That's the thing. And tight ends are so athletic these days. Right. You got to be able to do it. And not just jump in the zone. You got to be able to carry. And that's what yeah. Holcomb cannot do, man. He's good at getting in the spot, man. He's a disciplined player. He'll 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 cover the run. He doesn't make a lot of crazy mistakes. But the problem is, man, like you put him at middle linebacker, he's going to be going – he's going to have to carry somebody over the middle and carry him into another zone, man. That dude can't do that. He doesn't no, do it very well smart. at all. If you just throw it toward him, He'll make a play, dog. We've seen that. He can't, he'll th- you throw yeah. in the seams, he'll make a play. In a flat, he'll make a play, dog. I'm not saying he's not garbage, but why would you settle for that as your starting middle linebacker? Yeah. I mean, I would I would have rather let uh, Jamin Davis do it, man, because his mistakes were knowledgeable. Like, he didn't understand. They were. The they weren't physical. Right, they, they weren't. Were right. They weren't, he wasn't limited by his abilities. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He just didn't know. I would rather just let him run again, and maybe yep. he's better. Then versus give it to Hokum. had three years to play Mike here and he didn't do it. And he didn't do it. Right. So I'm like, it, it just it just seems stupid to me. I, go get yeah. a fucking Mike, man. You got $12 million you just got back. Unless you're going to sign Terry with it, go get fucking Hightower or somebody. They can play Mike. Who cares if the motherfucker on the Yeah, I think Landon's, come, the Landon's coming off the books um, next week. June 1st. Yeah, I thought it was June 1st. Or June, June, no, it was June 1st. So. That's an extra. We're up to eighteen million dollars or eighteen million dollars in total cap room. I think. Man, so. go get Hulk, go get a hot tower, man. And worst case scenario, he's a good leader in the locker room, man. Yeah. And, well, maybe and that was the extra. That was the extra kicker we were looking at for Terry. I don't know. We'll see. Just a thought process here. What would you think about putting like a William Bradley King? He's listed as an outside linebacker now. No, man, enough experimenting. Quit putting other dudes in other places, man. <laughs> He's been on the roster for three just years. Get, be his third just, uh, just get a fucking mic, bro. How hard is yeah. it? Get a dude that's a professional middle linebacker, man. That's played middle linebacker since fucking high school. Go get a dude that plays. For show over, linebacker. I don't know. For show what? over, I don't know, right? Right, that's what we need. right man. Hey, fellas, well, let's, let's get ready to shut this one down. You guys got any shout-outs before we um, – Dev, you got any shout-outs before we – uh well part ways. Shout out to the boys, which is uh started. I've watched the first three episodes already. Very awesome. Shout out to Obi One, which I love, even though I gotta watch the third episode. I haven't only seen the first two. I haven't seen the third it's, one. It's dope, man. It's dope. And um something else I saw. I can't remember it now. But shout out to movies and Netflix, man. Thank y'all for yeah. putting out good entertainment. There's a lot of things coming out. New Fucking Game of Thrones prequels, Lord of the Rings, all kinds of stuff's coming out, man. That's right. And uh, Miss Marvel. We'll see y'all there. Miss Marvel. Hey, we got a lot of stuff to tie us over in between football because the next scheduled thing is June 14th through the, well, after this week. Um, I think there's a man, uh, it's a camp next week, 6th to the 8th. And then there's a man, there's there's another mini camp, the 14th. It's mandatory. Something's mandatory. You're gonna say one of those is mandatory. I'd, I'd have to look it up. Uh, Marcus says, "Give me a shout No, he cannot. Right. He is a defensive end. Um, everybody thinks because he's under two, he's like two fifty. Oh, he can play outside but, linebacker. No, but wouldn't you? Wouldn't can. you rather him play it than fucking Mayo? I'd rather look. They actually have Bradley King listed as an outside linebacker. Wouldn't you rather That's one of them play it? Have him do that. What's what's the guy we just picked up? Uh, unrestricted free agent linebacker. He's a Mike, actually, right? So six. So there's OTAs this week through tomorrow. 
Um, six through the eighth is in the third round of OTAs. And then mandatory mini camp is 14 through the 16th of June. So after, and then after that, it's training camp. Word on the street, they're back in Ashburn. They're not going to Bon Secours down in Richmond. Unofficial. We'll see what happens. If it is in Ashburn, hopefully we can uh, get another invite. I know, Dev, you're kind of fired, but maybe Phil and I can get out there and, and go watch some uh, training camp. Yeah, what his gas prices are, man. I ain't making it. 98 bucks to fill up my truck today, bro. Bro, this is why I drive a fuel efficient car. Oh, man. man, Phil drives a Prius and he's six five. Just let everybody know. That. <laughs> I drive no, I drive something smaller than a Prius, buddy. Uh, I drive a skateboard because this is. I drive. I drive. Listen to this, right? So I have a I have a Mustang convertible. Um, that was my mine and my dad's purchase, but um, I have my daily is a 2016 Nissan Versa. Which that's is fair. a subcompact. That's, that's a baby mama mobile, but yeah. But but <laughs> probably gets like four miles to the ground. Baby daddy, you got the batter. You have to wind it up before you get in there. Or? Let me tell you something. All right, I bought this car brand new, thirty miles on it. All right, oh, in twenty sixteen, I got it as they were doing clearance. So they did, so I only paid one hundred seventy bucks a month on it. Paid it off early, so I own it free and clear. There you go, and. The beauty of it is that I have had that car for six years. I'm now over 170,000 miles on that thing. And Look I've at you. only the only real repairs I've had to do to it is I did have to replace the clutch and the flywheel. How much did that cost you? About 1400 combined. But I had to do it at two separate times. But that's $1,400 worth of actual repairs I've had to do to this car in six years, 170,000 miles. And the only reason I had to replace the flywheel is because I had to basically do the car equivalent to a helicopter doing a 110% power launch up a hill in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Nice. <laughs> I think the tornado messed up messed up. I had to get a I have to get a windshield wiper hole like unit thing done again because mine keeps stopping. I, ever since the tornado came, man, my windshield wipers were bent like this, and I unbent them. And now yeah. every now and then they will stop just going. So that's yeah, you probably bucks. do have to get that fixed. Up. Probably like 400 bucks, man. I've just been rain Xing it. Well, I will say this I already know <laughs> what my next purchase is going to be once car prices stop being six grand over sticker. Yeah, I am getting a Ford Maverick. It's good trucks, man. I like them. I'm getting, uh, I'm getting a Tesla, son. No, I need something with a bed. I'm what too, the? I'm, I'm, I look. I got a compliment. Shout out to uh, shout out to the guy who gave me this compliment. Man, we can do it, Marcus. Huh. Do it. Shout out, shout out to the guy who gave me this compliment, which is Tor, who is the executive producer of the Chad Duke show. Shook my hand, and he goes, "Jesus Christ!" He says, "I'll bet you know at least two different types of wrenches." <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. You have to realize Tor played offensive line for the University of Rhode Island, and he's six foot five and well over three hundred pounds. And I, would, <laughs> I had a grip on his hand. He's just like, "Good lord!" Hey, hey, Marcus, we can make that trip, man. But I drive a Hummer. I'm not driving that thing to Virginia or wherever the fuck this place. He's is down near you, remember? Yeah, he's in Louisville. I'm talking about if we both he said, said Marcus drive, we can link up and we can drive. I was like, I'm not driving this Hummer to no Virginia. Fuck that. <laughs> Look, I work. I work literally like I could. Leave, I have to be at work at six. I leave here at five fifty, and I get there early. You know what I'm saying? That's the yeah. longest distance I'm willing to drive. Well, now you know why I had a fuel efficient car. I used to drive. I used to drive over fifty miles one way to work. I don't do that anymore. But when I bought the car, I did. No way. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna give a shout out to my boy, um, OT. He's in my, my, motor, my motorcycle club. No, he he passed away uh, earlier this week. Oh yeah, uh, motorcycle accidents, man. It's it's extremely sad. But shout out Rest to my brother you. OT, man. Rest in peace. This one's for you. Um, I just, it's tough. He's, he was a really good friend, um, like a brother. So that's my shout out, man. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, OT. Rest in peace. Yeah, that's right. But hey, we thank everyone for listening out. Other shout outs, Marcus. Uh, Edlin, always tuning in, man. We love you. Roger, thank you very much. Josh Kirby, thanks for stopping by. Greg Delaney, 
uh, ref the district, Nathan Trevin Stoner, uh, good friends of the show. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, well, I'll probably be tuned. We'll probably do in this one next week from uh, I'll be in El Paso next week. So uh, I don't know how the hotel internet's going to be, but maybe we'll make an attempt. And and I may not be here because I will be Thursday night. I'll be driving to Charleston, South Carolina. Charleston's very nice. I commend you. I'm about to find out. Never been. I've been yeah. to Myrtle Beach. I've been to Savannah. Charleston's yeah. exactly in the middle. Never been. I heard. I heard they had dope ass strip clubs in Charleston. Yeah. Well, I got my 16 year old son with me, so that ain't happening. Yeah. Charleston's like it's a very laid back southern southern setting. You know, it's, it's low country. I want. Yeah, I, 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 I love. I love everything I've heard about the low country. So I'm. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Nice. All right, fellas. Well, hey, it's been a good one. Hey, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. If you haven't already done so, please go like and subscribe uh, to the channel. We're growing every day. Uh, we're trying to trying to take this stuff to the next level. Um, and if you also like some non-commanders content, please go check out our top five uh, top five Tuesday content. We've hit video games, theme songs, villains, sports movies. You know, just just something to pass the time through the off season. So. Just trying to spice it up, mix it up for everybody. So if you like it, go check it out. Hey, we love you guys, and we'll see you next time. And as always, peace and hail.